Welcome to Spiritual Sisters Collective Raw and Real with me, your host, Lisa Williams, where we're going to talk about spirituality, mental health, and well being, and so much more. Let's get on with today's show. And today we have another beautiful spiritual sister in the house. Please do introduce yourself. Hello, thank you. Um, it's Siobhan here. So, um, we met through MIB, didn't we, Lisa? Um, yeah, so I um, am a branding and design strategist, and I also have a home education membership. Amazing, amazing. But you haven't always done that, have you? So talk to me a little bit about, about, about you and your, your because we've been part of a book together, and I've been reading over, and I've actually highlighted, which I don't ever when I'm on a podcast, some of the lines in your book, in your chapter, and I was like, oh, I mean, they were just like drop the mic moments. But tell me a little bit about how you've got to where you are now. Um, it's quite a um, a bumpy story, I suppose. So I've kind of always been a bit entrepreneurial. Even as a child, I was always like set up little businesses and mm-hmm. just I've always enjoyed doing doing that. And that kind of followed me into my adult life. So I, um, I went to uni and did all the normal things, went through school, uni, all of that. I qualified as a sports therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I then trained as a Pilates instructor, but I specialised in rehabilitation, um, so helping people with MS, Parkinson's, dementia, um, that kind of thing. Um, so it was it was kind of mind and body, um, and so I taught classes around my own business on the side, um, helping people like with sports massage and stuff like that, um, and I just kind of went went all out with it, and I really that consumed my life. I wanted to have the best business ever so I could help as many people as possible and but being quite um a bit of an empath I really sort of took on other people's challenges and so I burnt out super quickly um I mean I was doing that for I think nearly three years and and by that point I had no voice left so I had separated vocal cords from teaching too much um I was just unwell all of the time um, like physically I looked like I was in really good shape and you know business was going well making lots of money driving a BMW like things were good but deep down I was just a complete mess um, so I literally sacked it all off I just walked in one day and was like not doing it anymore closing everything down um, picked up a backpack and went traveling to Australia New Zealand um, Asia and it was there that I really started my kind of like marketing, branding, design, and and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I actually met my other half over there as well. Um, he's got three children. Um, he had three children already, and two of two of them were homeschooled. So that's how I kind of got into the homeschooling side of things. I kind of got thrown into homeschool life at the same time, and it's kind of just unfolded onto this path um, that I'm on now. Um, so it's a bit of a bit of a crazy whirlwind, um, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we sound very similar in the fact that obviously I had a dance and theatre school and it was very much the same sort of thing where I became, I was passionate about dancing and teaching, but what I didn't have experience in was business and setting boundaries. That was not my experience. I was just so excited to teach these children to do, um, and it did, it grew quite rapidly. Um, And I loved it, but it was all I did. Like, even when I was home, I was answering messages. I didn't have that boundary in place. I was people-pleasing like you. I'm a huge empath. So, like you said, I was taking on the energy of the parents, the children, everything. And I'm an overgiver. So when I taught and when I was dancing, I didn't just 
dance, I really danced. I overgave. I mean, I and there's a lot of dance teachers in the area wouldn't sweat like I sweated, like honestly, <laughs> because I loved it, but I always never knew when to sort of pull back. And because of that, I mean, it took me probably a little bit longer to burn out. It was probably about 10 years in that I did that. And I had an entertainment company on the side as well. And I just went, boom. But I love how you just said, you just went in and you said, I'm not doing it anymore. And you just went off traveling. I mean, that just, was it that easy of a transition to go, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to travel. Like what, at what point did that happen? It was, it was, it all happened quite quickly, but it wasn't as like, boom, as this is yeah. done. It was, mm-hmm. well, I was actually got really, really, really sick. Um, again, with the vocal cords, I, I literally just couldn't talk. Um, I had no access to higher pitches. So my, my voice was just constantly really deep, really coarse. And I actually just couldn't teach anymore to the best of my ability. Um, and obviously in the room, I've got 13, sometimes 14 people all with, with major health conditions. Um, and it just became a bit of a, a challenge in terms of safety. You know, I'm not able to teach full capacity. How do I keep these people safe? And so um, the studio that I was working with, I had a conversation with the, the owner and I just said, look, like this isn't working anymore and we spoke about microphones and all sorts and I was like it's not that it's actually just not working for me um because the studio I rented space from them and also taught classes there for them um so it was basically I think I actually want to go off and just find out what what I want to do um and whether it's this in a different capacity or, or what it might be. And so then we kind of set a plan in place to obviously hand over over classes and I had to then look at my business and go where do I put all my clients so um it was a bit of a referral process going on and it was it was about three months of kind Mm. of winding down um and in that time I actually weirdly started helping the studio with their marketing and their email marketing specifically so that's where that sort of Mm. little bit of marketing came in but um it wasn't as dramatic as just boom close the doors I'm gone tomorrow um but it it was that dramatic at the time if that makes sense like in my yes. mind it was just actually I'm done uh-huh. um and the next day I was looking at trips and stuff and it wasn't too long after that flights were booked it was just the whole process of closing things down without letting people down I suppose yeah absolutely so when you went traveling was there a plan of action other than just traveling and seeing a bit of the world did you have a plan when you got to your destination um, no, not really. And that was kind of the the intention. It was just to let it happen. Right. Because I'd been so sort of controlling of my life, mm-hmm. um, but also my life had been dictated by how I could help other people. It was just, you know, what, I'm, I'm actually not going to have a plan. Um, I went traveling with my cousin to start with, and our plan was as much as we've booked a flight, we've got the first place that we're staying. And that that was it. Um, and from there it just sort of evolved how it evolved there was no um there was no 12 month plan there was no timelines it was just let's just go with the flow um and it's then that I started to really kind of unravel this this sort of not mess but this like goopiness that was conditioning it was just you do what you're supposed to do with life and then doing something unexpected like upping and leaving and traveling when you appear on the outside to be successful it kind of was just the the get up and go to allow my life to unfold rather than doing what I was expected to do mm-hmm. amazing so what you did you discover your husband did you say on this your partner yes you I, I did I did that's a funny story so um 
as part of my visa to get the second year, I had to do farm work. Um, and he had an equestrian center um, over there. And it was actually his equestrian center that I did my um, farm work at in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to like a day where we could just get acquainted with the horses and all of that. And I actually thought that he was gay when we first met. So he had, he had, he had like the tightest jeans ever. And he just was the way he was with the horses. I was like, you're absolutely incredible, but there's, there's no way that you're going to be into me. Um, and so we had a really good friendship and it took quite a while for, for that to develop into anything more. But yeah, that's kind of where my life path really changed obviously wow well you broke up just a tiny bit but I think oh. I've got I think I've got you back so talk to me then so you've become you were a, a successful Pilates instructor but equally you weren't happy you've traveled you've now met your your future love um then then what happens um I think I'm still on this sort of process of just letting things happen so mm-hmm. Um, after having my son I kind of fell back into that like controlling sort of I must know what's happening and and all of this so now I'm very much trying to just come back to that openness and that Mm -hmm. allowing things to unfold um, and just leaning into things that feel right and and sort of Mm -hmm. closing doors on things that don't Mm -hmm. Um, so I've got my home education membership launching Um, obviously we've just written the book together with few other authors so I'd like to kind of continue that writing journey as well mm-hmm. um and then I'm doing my branding and design stuff so um there's there's lots like I have a crazy life I do lots of things but I think I'm still following that path of just going with the flow and letting go of the stuff that just isn't working out for me I love that you say that because so many what you hear so much online is your five-year plan your goals your, your targets your this that and the other and I've definitely been in resistance to that. It could be like now, you know, my nearly 40 years around the sun that I'm a little bit like, do you know what? I just want to chill and just, it's not that I don't want to take inspired action, but I also feel that if, when, if you fit into one box too much and you're too laser focused, you miss opportunities. And that's why I kind of like to just be a little bit, okay, I'll take some action and then I'm just going to chill. And then I'm going to take some action and then I'm going to just chill and see what happens. The one thing I love about you is that I don't even know if you realise, I know Leona has said this to you multiple times, how incredibly friggin' talented you are and how you manage to do so much in, in the time that you have, right? I know that people say we all have the same time and that's true to a point. You have a little one. Like, how do, how do you fit all of these incredible skills and talents into your day-to-day, even though you are very much going with the flow, but you still are a badass. So, like... <laughs> how are you doing all of these things it's not easy like I have to admit it's not easy and there's times where it feels it just feels like nothing but friction and they're the times where I go okay I actually just need to stop and step back so I'm quite a like um it's kind of weird it's like I'm two people so I've got the really like straight and narrow rigid this is how it has to happen I need to have a plan and then I've got the oh my god just relax and just let it happen and so I have to try and that's the balancing act so when I have those in in harmony everything just sort of happens um but it's more about just looking at okay I feel really good today I feel like I'm going to be productive I know what I need to do and just actually utilizing that time so making sure that even if it's just an hour I'm getting as much done as I possibly can in that hour 
Um, and then if the next day I'm like, oh, I'm too tired, I actually can't do it, I don't have the energy, just kind of like going, okay, what can I do or what do I have to do that is the bare minimum? Um, and then can I step back and take, take some time? Um, so it's kind of rolling with the highs, but also rolling with the lows. Uh, and I used to really force the lows. Like I used to just try and push through and push through. And especially when my son was just born, it was like, oh my God, I just need, need to put this baby down so I can do this. Or I have to do this today. So I need this baby to have a nap. And all I was doing was creating more friction. Um, so learning to kind of just actually roll with it and go, it's okay not to be as productive as you think you should have been that day. Um, because sometimes, you know, especially with a baby, just getting up, getting showered, getting dressed, that's enough productivity for that day. 100%. Um, so it's, it's letting go of the fact that sometimes it doesn't always go to plan. And that that's kind of helped me get through it and get stuff done. Um, utilizing the good good the good days and the times that you're high energy and allowing the low energy to come through as well oh I love it 100% one line I did I did actually pick out and I highlighted of your chapter and I was like you said living in the mercy of expectations Mm. oh my gosh and I think we put expectations on ourselves as well don't we not just society Um, and you're so right I think it but you have you seem to have that balance perfect to you know you're taking that inspired action but also not being too hard on yourself for when you need to chill out and you need that self-care and you need that rest um talk to me about the um home education membership which obviously you know I've taken my daughter out of mainstream um education we're still very much finding our feet we've had really good days we've had very bad days and kind of everything in between um and this is really needed and I actually have a prediction I mean I'm not a psychic even though a lot of people say that I am, um, <laughs> is 2027, there's going to be a huge shift of, there's going to be more children home educated than actually in school. That's what I feel is coming yeah. for us. So you, you're in the right time now for this. So tell us about your, your membership and how people can get involved. Um, so it, it actually started back in 2018. So January 2018. And it started because I was... I kind of got thrown into home educating my two stepdaughters and they were like maybe eight and nine at the time so still quite little um and they they came up to spend their their time with us and they had a folder with all of their stuff in that we had to do and it was so confusing like they had no idea what sheet was for what day or what lesson was at mm-hmm. at what time of of the day and what week and it was just super confusing so I was like there's actually got to be something else that we can do to make this easier to give it more flow and so I went off and just made my own resources for days that we felt like that we didn't know what the sheets were doing and I was like there must be other people feeling this so I just made a free membership and just let people come in through the membership use the resources and that was all it was ever going to be it's kind of developed now into what it is today which is a massive community and it's kind of like Facebook mixed with net mums for home educators um, so you can create a profile, you can communicate with other people, um, you mm. can connect with people worldwide, join groups and things like that. Um, and it's also got a parent portal, which is a directory for other businesses that can help home educators. So you can list resources, tutors, that kind of thing. So it's really just a place for home educators to connect with everything they possibly need to help their home education journey. Um, but the the difference for me is that it's not clicky so 
when I first started with the home education for the girls I just felt really sort of pushed to one side in a lot of groups because they were like okay well they're not your children you shouldn't be educating them um you're too young I was 23 at the time you shouldn't be educating children um I got all this pushback and I just felt like why is there not a safe space where people can just be so whether you're world schooling unschooling de-schooling like distance ed who cares just if you need support that's what this community is about um and so that launches officially tomorrow actually um which is super exciting um and the community aspect is all free so you can go in set up an account and you can communicate with lots of different people find resources and anything you need yeah oh it's do you know what it's going to be an incredible service for so many and it's going to be such a lifeline especially for those I mean if you've decided to be home educating right from the office it's, it's a different feeling but if you're like me and many parents who are either thinking about or they're taking their children out at a much later date you feel lost so mm. just to have those other people that you can communicate with speak with know you're not alone and then have those resources as well it's just going to be incredible it's going to be amazing and I can't wait for it to grow and bloom and blossom you, you I, the listener wouldn't have known but my mum was opening the door so if you're wondering why I was like go away I don't know what she wanted she knows that I'm recording but it's all good it's it's raw and real isn't it so I'm like no, no. oh it's just been incredible to have you um as a guest today I've loved watching your journey like I said you you are so multi-talented and I don't think you realize how incredible you are which is a, is such a beautiful thing as well that you really are just such a gorgeous soul I've had the pleasure to meet you in person as well you're everything you yes. say you are which is just amazing I'll put all of your links and things into the show notes so people can come and find you it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much thank for being here and I'm me. sorry about the last few <laughs> seconds there telling my mum to leave the room um, and I'll speak to you soon Take care. Thank you. And before you go today, do come and check out what it is that I do over at Spiritual Sisters Collective. You'll find me on Facebook. I've got a community group and a page. You'll also find me over at Instagram at Lisa Williams Spiritual Mentor. And you can also check out my website at spiritualsisterscollective.vipmembervault.com. Speak to you soon.